Hello, today is day 59 of the Daily New Testament um, second quarter, and we are going over uh, Acts 16. Sure, we're going through this New Testament pretty quick, which is fun. All right, Acts 16. Uh, he came to Derby and then to Lystria, where a disciple named Timothy lived, whose mother was a Jewish and a believer, a Jewess and believer, but whose father was Greek. The brother at Lystria and Iconium spoke well of him. Paul wanted to take him along on the journey, so he circumcised him because of the Jews who lived in the area, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. As they traveled from town to town, they delivered the decision reached, but apostles and elders in Jerusalem for the for the people to obey. So the churches were strengthened in faith and grew daily in numbers. Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Figaria and Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. When they came to the border of Mysia, they tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not let them. So they passed by Mysia and went down to Tros. During the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia um, staining and begging him, come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had seen the vision, uh, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. From Trios, we put out to sea and sailed straight for Samotros and the next day to Nepolis. From there we traveled to Philippi, a Roman colony and leading city that district of Macedonia. And we stayed there for several days. On the Sabbath, we went outside to the city gate to the river where we, ex where we were expected to find a place of prayer. We sat down and began to speak to a woman who had gathered there. One of those listening, or speaking to the women who were, had gathered there, one of those listening was a woman named Lydia, a dealer in purple cloth from the city of Tyteria, uh, who was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. When she and the members of the household were baptized, she invited us to her home. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, she said, come and stay at my house. And she persuaded them. Once when they were going to the place of prayer where we met by a slave girl who had a spirit, which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money from her owners by fortune telling. The girl followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, these men are the servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so troubled that he turned around and said to the Spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the Spirit left her. When the owners of the slave girl realized that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authorities. They brought them before the magistrates and said, These men are Jews, and they're throwing our city into an uproar by advocating customs and un that are unlawful for us Romans to accept or practice. 
The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas, and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer commanded was commanded to guard them faithful, carefully. When receiving such orders, he put them in in the inner cell and fastened their feet in stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was a violent earthquake, but the foundations of the prison were shaken. All at once, the prison doors flew open, and everybody's change came loose. The jailer woke up, and when he saw the prison doors he drew his, were open, he drew his sword to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, Do not harm yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for lights, rushing in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him, to all the others in his house. At that night of at that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and his family were baptized. The jailer brought him into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had believed in God and he and his whole family. When it was daylight, the magistrates sent their offices to the jailer where, with the order, release those men. The jailer told Paul, the magistrates have ordered that you and Silas be released. Now, Go and leave in peace. But Paul said to the officers, They beat us publicly without a trial when they are Roman citizens and threw us into the prison. And now they want to get rid of us quietly? No. Tell them to come themselves and escort us out. The officers reported this to the magistrates, and when they heard that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens, they were alarmed. They came to appease them and escort them from the prison, requesting them to leave the city. After Paul and Silas came out of the prison, they went to Lydia's house, where they were met with brothers and encouraged them. Then they left. Father, thank you for these examples you have given us in the Bible. Thank you for the bravery of so many of these believers that we've read about. Um, And there's a lot that's confusing because uh, I know we in earlier chapters we talked about how Paul was mad at people for telling others they had to be circumcised to be saved, but then yet he has um, oh I think he has Timothy here get circumcised and uh, sometimes I think it's because. Paul fell into fear of man, and sometimes I think maybe it was he had discernment that you wanted him to for that particular situation. I don't know, um, but I ask that you give us wisdom to know uh, if there if there's certain situations we need to do things that go contrary to what we typically think. Um, let us have your spirit and your wisdom to know if we're giving into the fear of man or if we're doing something you want us to do. And if it is something that's 
would be giving into the fear of man. Help us to um, have your courage and your bravery and your your grace and wherewithal to not give into that. Um, but if it's not and it's something you're wanting us to do, uh, also let us at peace with that and give us the courage to to continue on with it. Help us to be able to recognize when your spirit doesn't want us to go someplace. Uh, as Paul was trying to go into Asia, I would think you would want uh, your word spread everywhere, which you do, but you have certain ways you want it done, and you have certain tasks for each of us. So help us to not be so set on what the desires of our heart is, because your word says uh the w- man has the desires of his heart but the lord directs his path help us to not take offense when you direct our path to a way contrary to where our heart is and help us to quickly realize um what it is you're wanting us to do and realign our hearts to to be that with you And help us to, when we go into certain areas, to not neglect people, but to always be looking for people to share your love with. Like how they went and shared it with the women um, who were down at the the city gate by the river. Uh, And a lot of people in that culture would have just ignored them, but they didn't. They went and, and spoke to them. And when uh, we have a chance to bless those that are uh, that are bringing your good news to us, that are that are bringing your peace to us, uh, like uh, Lydia was, help us to be willing to bless like she was, but also in their return, uh, where. Paul and Silas and them were willing to accept her blessing. Help us, both sides of that is uh, sometimes difficult to do. And give us, give us the ability to receive and give both, both blessings with your, with your compassion and grace. And when we're confronted by evil, let us not be worried, but be willing to have your discernment to recognize it for as it is and to use your authority that you've given us, Jesus, to um, cast that evil out, to make it go away. And then when we're put in difficult situations, help us have the bravery and the peace that Paul and Silas had where they were able to be sitting there and singing Uh, praises to you while they're in chains and bleeding from being beaten. Uh, I can't even comprehend that. I mean, I get upset when, you know, someone just doesn't agree with me. Um, (laughs) I go home and sit and pout about that. You know, I'm not necessarily, you know, I'm not praising you then. I'm, I'm, you know, pouting like a a big little baby. Um, But, I mean, they were actually beaten and uh, stripped of their clothes and whipped and humiliated um, and all of this and thrown in prison. 
uh, and they weren't they weren't complaining they weren't cursing others or having offense they were filled with your peace and were able to um grab on to your your peace and your love and give you praise and because of that other people were saved not just a couple but a bunch like the people in the prison were saved the jailer was saved and the jailer's whole family i mean that's that's pretty amazing help us to have that peace and to always be praising you no matter what is going on in the situation let our hearts just see you for your goodness and see what an incredible blessing it is for us to to be your your disciples your followers um and help us also to recognize holy spirit when we're not grateful for those things that's saying something about our heart that there's something in our heart that doesn't trust you that doesn't um that doesn't that it's like a false belief or something where we're not thinking you're good or um we're thinking that we're we're being taken advantage of or or something we're we're not trust i mean it really comes down to we don't we're not trusting you and believing what your word says is true so um i ask for forgiveness for those instances where i do that uh in the past and and you know present even even today i'm uh, i do that too so I, I ask for those forgiveness there i ask that uh you holy spirit pull out those false beliefs out of me well make them recognizable to me but like as i just repented now i ask that you take them away and fill me with your grace uh to be able to not do those again but it, when i'm presented similar situations in the future i am able to see your goodness to see uh truly who you are and to praise you and to believe what your word says is true and then also let us recognize opportunities when um when we see hypocrisy and it's i know often i would want to go quietly you know if they came and told me hey you need to you know just just leave quietly uh i would have been like okay but i know that there's sometimes and nowadays it seems like there's a lot of times where you don't want us to go quietly you want justice to be upheld um so that things aren't hidden in secret but that they're they're brought to light. So help us to be aware of those things and to be willing to step forward and do those. Um let us be your salt and light and let us bring your praise in every situation we go and your wisdom and your discernment and your peace. And I thank you for these wonderful examples and for all that you're you're doing in each of us and I ask all this in Jesus name. Amen. <laughs>